Welcome to the Dr. Sky Experience with a special news update. Perseid Meteor Shower 2023 with me, Steve Cates, Dr. Sky. As we're talking with you on America's iconic radio station, 77 Talk Radio, WABC. The iconic radio station that's beaming out from New York City, around the nation, around the world, and I'm pretty sure out to the cosmos. Stay tuned on our special Perseid Meteor Shower 2023 update to give you all the information necessary to enjoy this most amazing spectacle of Mother Nature. We begin with the source of the meteor shower, Comet Swift-Tuttle. It's a large periodic comet with a 1995 orbital period of some 133 years. That, of course, fits a classic definition of a Halley-type comet. And that, indeed, is the source of the Perseid meteor shower. It was discovered by two individual astronomers, Horace Parnell-Tuttle and Louis A. Swift, discovery date of July 16, 1862. I mentioned before, the comet's orbital period is 133 years. The comet itself is rather large. Most comets, which are debris left over from the creation of the solar system, orbit out far beyond that of the dwarf planet Pluto and the other objects known as trans-Neptunians. Out in the deep dark recesses of the solar system, the gravity of the sun pulls in these objects. Most comets' nuclei are approximately three to five miles in diameter on average, but in this particular case, the comet's diameter, that of Comet Swift-Tuttle, is probably on the order of at least 20 miles in diameter, some say. As this particular comet has been orbiting around the sun for hundreds of thousands of years, if not longer, it does indeed put on a most spectacular meteor shower if the conditions are right here with the orbital plane of the comet, and of course, the position of the moon and your local observing environment. Basically, many people say that Comet Swift-Tuttle is an object that comes closest to the Earth on a regular basis, and they would be right over the course of time. But sadly, if the comet were to strike this Earth, the impact energy of Comet Swift-Tuttle would be about 300 times that of the asteroid collision that was thought to have caused this most horrible event some 65 million years ago, the demise of the dinosaurs. Professional opinions, they say, quote, it would be a very bad day for the Earth, end quote. But on the bright side, the comet and the meteor shower usually produce an spectacular shower. This year, 2023, is a good one. The moon will hardly be visible at all, and thus, if you're in dark locations, you should be able to get to see the best of what this comet and meteor shower offer. Yours truly has been observing this meteor shower for at least 40 years. I can tell you with great accuracy and proud to report that this meteor shower can be very fickle. In the mainstream media, we hear reports of great numbers of meteors, but don't be fooled. Sometimes these particular showers produce little, if any, meteors, and sometimes more spectacular events. What can we see in 2023? My suggestion is the meteor shower will ramp up and peak on the evening hours of August the 12th into the morning of the 13th. That is, if you look into the northeast sky, after sunset, you might catch a few of what we call earth-grazing meteors. These are more brilliant objects that are much larger than the average pebble size of the debris from the Perseid meteor shower. Not to be funny or ridiculous, but most of the debris that comes from these particular meteor showers are on the size order of the post-serial <laughs> grape nuts. And if you're familiar with that, I'm not a big fan of eating it, but if you happen to know anybody who does, 
Those grape nut little clusters, those little pebbles, are about the average size of what these meteor particles are like. Again, they're debris from the tail end of a comet. As you know, comets have tails. And one of the great cometary discoverers of the 21st century is David Levy out here in Arizona. And he said, and I quote, Comets are like cats. Why is that? They both have tails and they do exactly what they want to do, end quote. But on a more serious note, if you look into the northeastern sky, more precisely from midnight till about sunrise, wherever you're listening to the Dr. Sky Experience, you know if you're in the northern hemisphere, the higher the latitude, the less of a night you have because of the ever amount of sunlight that creeps through. These meteors can come in swarms. Sometimes we have brighter ones known as bolides or fireballs. These may be a much larger sized particle, not the size of what we described before as the little grape nut particles. But folks, if you do look into the nighttime sky, we encourage you to pay particular attention to the radiant point in the sky. And that happens to be in the northeast sky from the constellation Perseus, the great hero, who severed the head of Medusa, as we all know from mythology, as he looked at her from a sideward glance so he himself wouldn't be turned to stone. What's interesting about the Perseids is that sometimes you can see well over 40 or 50 an hour. The darker the location you are away from city lights, naturally, the more meteors you're going to see. And we encourage you to have patience. Over the 40 years that I've observed it, I recommend a nice lawn chair, face the direction of Northeast, because meteors come out of the radiant, but they can be seen in all different directions at all different times. And it's also important if you have a small pair of binoculars, why? Some of these bright meteors leave these little iridescent trains like aircraft contrail, but they're not, don't be fooled. Albeit for a fraction of a second or maybe a few seconds, you'll get to see if you pair the binocular there, you may get to see what looks like this incandescent tube of light as the meteors are traveling at about 133 miles per hour through the Earth's atmosphere. Good luck in your Perseid viewing. If you have questions or comments, send me an email. It's drskyshow at gmail.com here at the great talk radio 77 WABC, the iconic radio station broadcasting, as I mentioned before, out from the New York region, out across the nation, around the world, and I'm sure well out into the cosmos. And on a brighter note, in case there's not a good display of Perseids, don't hold me accountable. I'm just the reporter. But remember this. Astronomers say that as we move to the year 2028, by about the night of, say, the 12th or the 13th of August, then, some five years away, we may get to see an incredible meteor storm. Why? These comets produce big filaments of material, just like, say, swarms of bees. Some are more concentrated, some are thinner, as far as the number. We may be getting through this particular filament by a distance of only 37,000 miles, and that would be incredible because many of these meteors will roar and it won't just be a regular meteor shower, but it will turn into a meteor storm. So good luck once again on your observations of the Perseids. This is one of the best in closing meteor showers, as you know, of the entire year. And this year it occurs during the warmer time of the year, hopefully with clear skies and the best you can see away from, well, city lights. But even city dwellers can get to see a few. Patience is a virtue when it comes to meteor showers. Don't forget, if you'd like to email me, it's notjustguyshow at gmail.com. And we do appreciate being on with John Katsimatidis as we continue to talk about the great realms of astronomy, space, aviation, and weather. Occasionally on Cats and Cosby, 
But every Sunday, you can hear my reports and updates on these great realms to open up our minds on the Cats Roundtable. And then every other Wednesday, on with the great Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. He gives me the permission to transform the show into the infinite side of midnight every other Wednesday, 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Dr. Sky reminds you to always remember to keep your eyes to the skies as I'm your navigator on the highway to the heavens. Clear skies. Thank you.